Right. You recording? I'm. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. <laughs> SEO is AO. Welcome to the show, Frederica Duaboo. Thank you for having me. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. We've met a couple of times. That's right. Uh, I've talked to Nagu about the ranking algorithm, and he wouldn't tell me any secrets. I suppose you won't tell me any secrets either. But I wanted to talk to you about the article I wrote that Gary Lewis was talking to me about the candidate sets and the idea that the blue links are the basis and the candidate sets are bidding for a place. They need to bid higher than the top blue link and if they do, they win the place. Sounds about right? Yeah, I think in the end, what we want is really to satisfy our users. So I think- That's what Nagu said. But it is true, (laughs) that is why he said it. so if you think the 10 blue links are always there. So like yeah. if there is one thing that is constant in search results, there are always 10 blue links or really like if we can't find 10 of them, there are probably slightly less. Yeah. But algo is like the basis of everything. Yeah. And then if the question or like the query is a question or something we can answer with an intelligent answer, mm. Google calls them feature snippet. Then we oh, have you call them intelligent answer. Intelligent answer is the official name. Internally, we call them Q and A. I think because oh, right. it's just shorter intelligent answers, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you get all the other answers. So there is a, a different team. So I work in Algo. So like the ten blue links. I have colleagues. You're, you're the ten blue link guy. I am the ten blue links. I pick them manually with love. <laughs> um, and uh, my peers, like the, in the office next to me, do the uh, Q and A. And then there is a team called Hall Page. So the Hall Page, as the name, like sounds, yep, yep. they essentially arrange the, the whole page and they make the Bing product, so to speak, as an entire like end-to-end product. So they look at uh, arranging the ads when the ads team tell them, okay, there are some ads to show on top of the page. And then they look at the 10 blue links, they look at potential answers, so it could be a video answer, an image answer, a news answer. And if they think they are going to satisfy users more than some of the blue links, then that's where they start inserting these answers. So, sorry, so my idea about Darwinism is that you're creating these rich elements and they use the, well, they bid and they live or die by the fact whether or not they can actually convince the algorithm that they have more value. But you're saying it's actually teams who are deciding that their special preferred element is more interesting and they're putting it in manually? No, 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 no. It's not like if, if, if let's say I'm working on the videos. Yeah. So I'm going to generate the best video answer I can for a given query. Okay. But they're not the ones deciding if it shows up. That's the whole, the role of the whole page team. And and so it's all working on the same algorithm, but with different weightings. Because, for example, if we take um, feature snippet as an example, yep. being accurate, being fresh, and being authoritative is going to be the much more important than necessarily having links. Yep. So it's the same algorithm working with different weightings and the teams are working on this algorithm, the central algorithm, and tweaking it for their specific need for their specific rich element. Yeah, and like it really depends on the query. So there are queries for which showing videos, showing news, showing images makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying yesterday a query like Beyonce. I, I, I was you thinking, like her? I, I like her and I was thinking that would be a nice example to show in my talk uh, okay. here. And if you look at for the query Beyonce, it's very important to show videos, to show news. This is what our users want. Um, in the end, the 10 blue links don't matter as much. So like that's where this master algorithm would make the decision to show these. Um, mm. But like a query, like I, I have nothing that comes to mind really. Mm. But like like a more sim like like generic query. Uh, What's one plus one? Yeah, what's one plus one, I suppose, uh, you would get simple. To probably the feature answer, okay. uh, the intelligent answer. 
um, because it is a question. So we always try to answer questions. But if I, I used one plus one in a in a talk once, so when you type one plus one, you've got one and one, uh, the ho the ho the hosting <laughs> company, uh, one plus one. There was something else. What was it? It's a song. So in fact, one plus one is not as a sim as simple as a question as we I'd would imagine. Probably yeah. in the in the end, like the. Each team is going also to show what con which con level of confidence they have in their own answers. Okay. So like if, if the video team really can pull relevant results that are videos for the query one plus one, whether it is someone showing how you compute one plus one or or like uh, a song like that will be one plus one that comes from YouTube. One uh, plus one. Yeah, like is two. It is true. Um, there you go. Oh, sorry, I just made that up. It's not the real song. It's probably a rap song. <laughs> but it was the right answer, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, sorry, it's like one plus one is a happy marriage or something. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, nothing to do with that. So coming back to, uh, to Google Ads. Oh, excuse me, that was terribly rude of me. Uh, to ads, I've been intrigued by the idea. Is that working in the same way, i.e. there is an algorithm that is calculating whether the ad is valuable or not? to the user, and there's a team similar to the video team working on the algorithm that will decide whether that ad has the value to get its place on, on the, uh, the, the SERP, is that true? Yeah, so the, the key principle for the ad is that we still want to satisfy users with yeah, our okay. ads. So we want them to be relevant, we want to make sure that if they're going to click on an ad, what they see on the other side is going to satisfy their query. So it's just expanding options, so there's like sponsored uh, yeah. options. Um, but in the end, like the same principle of satisfying users also applies. And so it's the same system of a candidate set that's bidding for a place on the on the first page with the team behind it. Yeah, tweaking except, an except like we want to be transparent to our users, so we are not going to interleave ads within the algorithm results. No. So we have ads on top, we have ads at the bottom. But other answers, like video, could be inserted okay. between three and four. You can see that sometimes. And, and how does that work? Well, how do you decide whether it's going to be number one or number three or number four or, or for a video, for example? Because sometimes we see videos yep. right at the top, sometimes in the middle. Is, is that an idea of, of saying this video satisfies the user enough to get on the page, but not enough to be the first answer? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is the right intuition. Like it, it means that whatever I'll go at one, is probably the best result we can show to our users. Mm. Um, and if we're showing the video between three and four, like that's the intuition that these top three results are probably more satisfactory. But then you're saying intuition and not algorithm. Well, like the, the, like the algorithm is built by humans. Uh, like even though it is like a machine learning model, in the end, what you want to build is, is like the definition of the algorithm is, is built by a human. So yeah. you put your own intuition in it. So like what, is, what, is a, what is a signal that is important? What is a signal that is not important? And then using machine learning, you train the model to balance all the signals to satisfy yourself. I, I, was, I read once, machine learning is like cooking. You've got uh, the ingredients, the utensils, and then the chef. And the, <laughs> the, the ingredients is data. The utensils are the, are the functions, the, the algebraic, whatever it's called. <laughs> and the chef is the intuition of the person who's writing it. Is that right? Yeah, in, in the end, like for traditional machine learning, you still need to tell the machine what, what are the signals or the features, as we call them, that you think are important. Okay, oh, it's not ranking signals, it's ranking features. So we call, it's a machine learning term, independently oh, of right, okay. search, like for machine learning, every kind of input is called a different feature. So you can have like hundreds of them, any algorithm, okay. it doesn't have to be searched. Like, so when we say ranking, func uh, ranking factors, we're talking rubbish, we should be saying, the feature. In, in the terms of machine learning, that's right. Like the, the typical example of machine learning is 
if I'm Zillow and I want to build a, like the Zestimate, like the predictor of the price of a Who, house. Who's Zillow? You don't know Zillow? No. It's it's a US company. Oh right, sorry. Uh, they they do real estate, so like they okay. they try to predict the price your house is going to sell. Okay. Uh, which is very useful, and they use a bunch of different signals, and like some of the intuition would be the number of square meters of your place, number of bedrooms, the location. Mm. And so these are all different features. Um, so you, as a human, you input Ooh, the features. Oh, I like that. Yeah. No, sorry, I really like the example. I really like just everything just went tuk, 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 in my head. Brilliant, <laughs> sorry, so, great. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, right? no, I'm... So you, the human is going to tell the machine, these are the things that I think are important. And then okay. you give a lot of different examples and the machine is going to give different weights. Mm. So taking your like cooking analogy, Ooh. it would be like saying, like telling the machine, yeah, you probably need to use eggs and milk and butter. And then You're the machine is going to like determine how many eggs and how much milk and how much butter you need to make a good pancake, I suppose. And yeah, and, and the intuition of the person who's programming this thing or putting it all together is to get it, get the machine off to a really good start. Right. And, and point it very much in the right direction so yep. it doesn't make the world's worst omelette first off. Yeah. And so, like, one of the nice things you can do is you can cook 10 different pancakes with different proportions, and you have, like, a human, like, <laughs> taster who is going to taste all of them and say, this one is very good, this one is very bad, this one is okay. And then, like, the machine is going to adjust the formula automatically. And that's exactly what we do for web ranking. We have a set of queries and URLs and or human uh, labelers yeah. or human judges. How do you call them labelers? Well, like judges in general, but like, so, like yeah. labelers, judges, raters, they are in, in the end. And they say, this is good, humans. this is bad. This, this is good, this is idea. bad, yeah. exactly. And the machine is going to look, what are the features that are the most predictive of something being good or bad? Yeah, okay, which is the same thing as the quality people in, in Google. Yeah, quality raters on Google. Yeah. Call them human judges. Like, that feels a little bit, like, <laughs> impersonal. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it does a bit. And, and the idea, basically, is to keep feeding this back and feeding That's this right. back. And uh, Andrea Volpini, uh, an Italian guy from Wordlift, was talking about the dance with machines. <laughs> uh, and I really like that idea is we've got this data. We, we push it all in, get the result, yep. judge it as human beings, push it back in, and that helps the machine make it better. Yep. Yeah, every and time the machine, the machine fails, like you wanted to adjust, and when the machine succeeds, it reinforces like what it learned. And, and what the machine is failing in is human intuition. <laughs> uh, and that, that's thing you were talking about earlier. Uh, as a, uh, in, it, my intuition tells me that this result is going to be better. And my intuition, or a, a judge's call it content judge, what you would call yeah. them, I can't remember, um, will use their intuition, their human feelings and sentiments to feed back into the machine what it is they were looking for. Well, like, and, and when you when you pay people to rate things, like it, it goes beyond intuition. Uh, oh. So we have a set of guide, guidelines, like similar to the rating guidelines. Yeah. So it is a little bit more objective. Uh, we we want people to still like put some of their understanding of the world into the okay. uh, the judging, so, it, but it's still a set of guidelines that are fairly objective. Our goal is really that if you take two different persons and they understand the guidelines mm. and they judge the same query and URL pair, they're going to give the same rating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, but but uh, sorry. Uh, two people will never give the same rating because there's always a, a, an element of judge, judgment about it. Yeah. So it has to be at phenomenal scale. It, uh, like How many end, people have you got doing this? I actually don't know. Oh. Um, a lot, I imagine. <laughs> Brilliant. The very <laughs> precise answer. A lot. A lot. Uh, more than one. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And and uh, your your guidelines or your yeah your guidelines are saying you want to be more multimedia. Richer, or I mean, is, is the aim of, of Bing to become a multimedia 
presentation much more than the Blue Links. The Blue Links dying out is my question. No, like they're not no going anywhere. I mean, this is the bread and butter of the search results. Um, so the guidelines I refer to, I work in the algo team. So these are really guidelines that take into account only the 10 Blue Links. So I don't know exactly how the whole page team works, like if they have like their own guidelines, their okay. own algorithm. Uh, I'm sure they do. Um, but when we ask our own judges to look at things, we look only in the context of the 10 Blue Links. Oh, because so you have judges looking at each different element and saying, is this appropriate or not? Or you're just talking about the judges looking at the blue links? Like for me, it's only the blue links. Like that's okay. the team I work on. Um, I'm pretty sure like there are other people looking at other elements. Because it's the bread and butter of machine learning. You need to have people looking at elements, yeah. rating them. Otherwise, where the data comes from, right? Very good point. Uh, and so my, my other question is, are the 10 blue links dying out? I don't mean are they going to die completely, but are they, they are being reduced. I mean, we've, we used to have 10 systematically. And that's certainly going down. What kind of rate is it going down? Um, in your opinion, obviously you can't know exactly. I mean, what are we at? Seven and a half blue links on average per page? I don't know, actually. Well, I'm thinking, I mean, it may be right. Like, it's probably a right ballpark. In the end, you probably want to keep the page roughly the same size. So anytime you add something, you're going to like probably take something off because you yeah. don't want a page that's like well, just a laundry list of different things. Well, my immediate reaction was, if you've got the video boxes or the Twitter boxes, uh, Google or whatever, yeah. um, or the image boxes, then it's two places so one blue link drops off the bottom. It isn't systematically true. Sometimes you do get all these rich elements and you yep. still have nine. And so the page actually gets quite long. Yep. Well, it is the decision of the whole, whole page, page people. I yep. like that. Yep. I mean, it, it, is really, it is really what it is. Like sometimes you want to be more comprehensive with the blue links because oh, right. okay, yeah. there is, let's imagine there are several intents. Uh, like a lot of them for a given query, so you still want to cover everything, have a good diversity, like several results per intent, so you get a lot of these yeah. links in addition to the answers. I'm going to be really rude. I call that hedging your bets. <laughs> I mean, because when it's ambiguous, like yep. for example, you say, uh, oh, I can say it in French, contrôle technique, <laughs> uh, which is the MOT in England. I don't know what it's called in America, but uh, doing the the technical check of your car. Yep. It could be, what is it? So you're going to show Wikipedia, another page of explanation. Yep. It could be, I want to buy one, in which case you're going to show perhaps the local pack yep. and then some, some other results. Uh, and that ambiguity, what strikes me is we're all kind of saying, oh, we're aiming to get a place on page one. And there are 10 opportunities, let's say, or nine opportunities, yep. whatever. Yeah, sure. But there aren't, because if your page is a sales page, you've actually only got three opportunities. And so the, the, the misjudgment is there. As soon as it's ambiguous, the short head stuff, you're not aiming at, 10 places, you're aiming at three places, right? Yeah, I think it's fair. Like if it has three different intents, you probably want to have good coverage. Um, one thing that is still valid in, in terms of looking at um, 10 blue links is we have this nice feature where, um, for example, like the typical example we give is um, download Office 365 and it could be like 32-bit or 64-bit. And so we have this nice feature on top where you can add keywords that are going to nail really the intent okay. you want. So instead of having us like like sprinkling a little bit all the intents and like you can really nail down the one you want. And in that case, you still have 10 opportunities to rank for that specific, but very specific intent. Only in the case when somebody actually uses that functionality, okay. which people don't. People do like, it, 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 because oh, it, it's, on the top, it's on the top of the page. Okay. Um, before the results, when it appears and people want to have if you really know what you want, if you want a control technique, like, and you want <laughs> to book it at a like a location, mm. um, then like 
being able to really nail that intent, like getting 10 results that are specific to your yeah. intent, is better than getting three for one intent and six for or seven for an intent that is what's not yours in the first place. Yeah, okay. And, and I, li I like the idea. I, I was kind of unsure whether people would actually use it, but then you kind of think, yeah, uh, if you're giving me the opportunity to dig deeper or being more precise, I, yep. I would use it. Oh, I've, I've got another question, which has sure. nothing to do with all the rest <laughs> of it. Which completely I have this idea that Bing is used by little old ladies. <laughs> And it isn't, sorry, it's not. It's because people who use Bing would tend to be the people who don't change the default browser, uh, the, the default, sorry, search engine when they use their Windows computer. Would that be fair? Is there a, a waiting towards, not obviously little old ladies, just, just but <laughs> non non technophiles? Uh, not necessarily, um, because when we write the guidelines, which is essentially the specification of the product, hmm. we don't put into it any concept of we need to target ladies okay. or gentlemen or <laughs> like specific age category. Uh, we want results that are universally good. Okay. Um, and we want these guidelines to be applicable to all the markets in which we operate. So these are like more general principles, what it means to be on topic for a query, what, what are the determining factors for a quality website. Mm. Uh, but there is no like subsection, like these are the good results for men or women. Like, I, I don't think it would be good. And I think no. it would probably introduce some biases that we certainly don't want in the model. Jolly good. I, I have another question with nothing to do with anything even. Uh, and that was the 30% figure that people keep throwing around for in the US, Bing have got 30% of the market. And Nagu was saying it, he doesn't know where they got that figure from. Uh, I mean, in France, it's what, 5%? No, it's a, it's a bit more, like according to the same figures. So uh, we get the numbers from Comscore. Okay. It's a reputable company. Yep. Uh, they have a system that they call, if I remember, explicit core search. So Ooh. this is like searches that really were made on purpose. I think, I, like you can look like they're all their definition, but that's my understanding. Yep. Like not like where people like were not intending to search and they yep. happen to like trigger a new search. Okay. Um, and numbers from Comscore, and you can check them out. And the, the exact definition is on the Bing Ads website. Um, oh, right. There is a fine print, like five lines long. Ah. And uh, if you want to see how the numbers uh, are computed, where they come from, that's where you can get them. And Comscore using the idea of intentional search. I mean, wh when would you make an unintentional search? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it sounds very bizarre. Kind of, somebody tricked me into searching for something. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly. Okay, but they, like, I guess it was enough of a problem for them to create this thing of explicit search. Oh, okay, right. right. So I've taken you completely off topic and that was very unfair of me because we were talking about search and you've answered the questions with great clarity and that was absolutely wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Frederic. Thank you. Thank you. And then could we just do the straight? Yeah, he, he's, he's bullying me. Well, <laughs> We just, yeah, yeah. It's just an, in, an intro at the top, which isn't the sun version. So it's you know that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the song is nice, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I suspect I saw you dancing a little bit there. Yeah, like this, yo, is a yo. Right. So the serious one. This is really okay. serious. Hi, Jason Barnard here. We're at Ungagged 2019 in Los Angeles. I'm with Frédéric Dubu. Perfect pronunciation. Oh, thank you. I'm French, so I, I, I'm starting <laughs> to nail that. Uh, I, I have one question for you about Ungagged. Why did you come? Uh, I came because Michelle Robbins, uh, who I know like from uh, SMX at the time, oh, right, yeah. um, thought it was a good idea to have some Bing people talk about 
all the evolution of search and ranking yeah. and uh, so here I am. Yeah, brilliant. And you've had a really good time. It was great. Like we had a very engaged audience, a lot of yeah. questions. Uh, I know that we had to record late because <laughs> I had 45 minutes of worth of questions yeah. after my session. So Isn't that brilliant? That was great. That was great. I loved so it. So the best thing about Ungagged is you got 45 minutes of questions because people were really interested That's in what right. you had to say. Yeah, you nailed it. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Thanks. man.